podcast 235 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Dave, Dupe, and Paddles. Paddles, welcome, gents. Hello. Thank you, Matthew. Hello. And, and hopefully, for the first time ever, people will be able to see our faces. Well, not for the first time ever, but for the first time in quite a while. Dave um, hasn't streamed in a while, so it's probably for the first time in a long time. <laughs> this is Dave, everybody. <laughs> this is what he looks like if you forgot. <laughs> But anyway, on this week's pod, we will be hearing about Dupe's save adventures because something rather large has happened in his... Uh... That joke? <laughs> wow. I wasn't going there. I was going for the title of your save, to be honest. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yes, so Dupe's save update to, we'll start off with, but uh, we also will be discussing effective midfield roles. And it's more of, a, I guess, a debate. Some could call it... A masturbate uh, between ourselves. <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> Safe to say, the Matt, there is definitely uh, somebody masturbating. Uh, what? I'm sure, sure is. Wow. So the save. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there was going to be a quiz from Pedals, but uh, he's just gone and spoilt it for himself. Uh, to be so, fair, we'll probably uh, yes. be cancelled by then. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, yes, let's uh, let's get started. Dupe, take us through the journey of North America, or the North American leg of your save. Yeah, please. so, I mean, the last time we spoke, I think it was it was the three of us, and I'd just come off the fact that we couldn't get this working, the leagues wouldn't load in and all that jazz, and eventually we managed to get it to work, and uh, we had to go six months into the future, we had to uh, leave Corinthians, which we were building something quite nice there, and go to something new. Uh, about June time, uh, June, July, we were offered the job in Mexico for uh, Club America, which at this stage, I'm not sure where they are real life, but at, at well, real life, they make some of the greatest kits ever, right? I think we can all agree that they are tremendous. Um, but in game, they had won the league five years in a row. They've won the Champions League five years since the, the creation of the database. So they were a good side, let's put it that way. It's very strange in North America because there's not much talent. You've got like, um, you've got America, Mexico, Canada, and then you have a few like Honduras, and that's about it. There's not really much more. So you're playing your group games. We had three Mexican teams in a group of five. So it's very strange to be playing them one week in the league, and then the next week I'm playing them in the Champions League. Um, we had. Uh, Pumas, uh, Cincinnati as well, and New York. So we had quite a tough group, um, but we managed to get out of that group. Mexico is very strange. You play every team once for the opening stage of the Mexican League. Then you go into like a knockout, first leg, second leg, quarters, semis, and the final. And then you do the closing league as well. And then you have a massive gap from Christmas to start of February that you don't really play much. So it's all very, very loose and it's difficult to keep momentum because you you start then you go into you, you do 17 games in the league then you play some knockout games and it gets a little bit a little bit difficult anyway we picked up the team uh they started the league with four le uh, losses on the bounce and they had won their first champions league game in the in the in the league uh, in the group stages sorry we picked up we started playing a few different systems couldn't really get the best out of it. We lost uh, the, the League Cup quarterfinal was our first game. We lost it on penalties, which is a bit of a shame. Then we picked up a little bit of form in the league. I'm not going to go too much, but 
we we did quite well. We we ended up finishing fourth in the league for the opening stage, and then we lost to I can't say their name by the way, which is no shock to anyone. I think it's Pakuna. They played. Uh, they beat us in the quarterfinal leg uh, of the the opening stage. So we didn't do too well, but we qualified from the Champions League. And at the end of the day, that's what we wanted to do. Uh, January came. The window opened. We went to sign players and then we actually couldn't sign anyone. You can sign players, but once you lock in your squad for the Champions League at the start of the campaign, you can't change that throughout. That has to stay like it is. So you can sell players, you can bring players in, but that original 25 gets dwindled down and you can't add anyone to it. That's the case of my game anyway. I don't know whether that's the case um, real life, but that is, that's what the kind of our hands tied behind our backs. So the, some, the winter was quite quick. We got through that. We then played Pakuna again at the start of the closing um, stage of the league, and we lost to them. And that was the last loss that we suffered in Mexico. We went on a 13-game win streak. We beat Real España in the Champions League. Absolutely smashed them. Then we played Chivas in the quarterfinals, and we beat them uh, 2-1 on aggregate. Then we played Toluca in the semifinals. The first leg we drew two all, and the second leg uh, we won 6-2. The reason we won 6-2 was because we were very lucky that we were able to rest every single player because we had already won the league, so we knew that we, were, we didn't need to do it. We, we couldn't get caught, so we could just rest the whole of our team. So we played the first leg on the Tuesday. Saturday we turned up and played a completely different 11. We beat them 2-0, and then we went into Toluca and we beat them 6-2 at home. It was a remarkable fixture to be fair we played very very well um then we played two league games again both times a full changed 11 and we drew both of those games then we had to play the champions league and it was against a very quick narrative built in the 250 odd days in mexico we had to play pacuna again in the final of the champions league they've beat us in the league they beat us in the cup and we beat them in the final. We were 3-0 up after 25 minutes. Uh, we then went on to score another in the 61st minute. And we lifted our second trophy, our second Champions League. A nice little thing that we did for Kundo Torres, uh, who starts at Club America. Some of you may know. Uh, sorry, he starts at Penarol, actually, I believe, on game. He was brought to um, Club America in 2023. He spent 10 seasons here. And he's already arranged to go to Feyenoord at the end of the season. He was injured. He was told he I couldn't. He was orange injured just, and I took him in as uh, like the last man squad, uh, last man sub. I brought him on with two minutes to go to make him lift the trophy, because <laughs> I just thought it was a nice thing to do. Uh, yeah, he lifted that, and we literally resigned the next day. We've had a fair few job interviews. Spoilers, Dortmund. Barcelona nice. and FC Seoul in um, in Asia um, because we still haven't we still haven't done Asia well Dortmund offered us 120 million to spend and Seoul, Seoul has offered us 4.3 million sometimes I like to work within a budget do you know what I mean um, look as good as going to these big European clubs is going to be great going to but I think we need to go back to Asia win it in South Korea go over to Argentina, win it in Argentina, and then go and smash uh, Europe. The plan is to go still to go to Portugal, because I've never won a Champions League in Portugal, and try that. But we'll see what happens. Um, 
We are currently 12, 11 seasons in. We've got two of them done. And we are going, by the looks of it, to FC Seoul because we are st stopped on ready to, to, to kind of accept the job. And they are in the knockout rounds of the Champions League. And some big boys have been knocked out already. Easy. So we could walk straight into a job and potentially win another Champions League straight away. And weirdly, it then lines up with the Libertadores. So then we could potentially go and steal Libertadores. So we, by the end of the year, we could be two up or probably be zero up. Um, so yeah, a very exciting times. Uh, question, do you, so China, you've done that. You were in the China League and then Chinese League, yeah. And, yeah. Chinese League between there and South Africa, you were somewhere else, right? Uh, we went, I started in China, in the yeah. lower leagues of China. We went to India, then back to China, into yes. South Africa. Uh, in China, we lost one final, two semifinals. We then went to, from South Africa, winning the Champions League first season. We went to Brazil, yes. lost in the quarters, left there. Went back to Brazil with Corinthians, lost in the final. Then we went to Mexico and won it first attempt. 250-odd days we were in Mexico and we won the Champions League. Are you... Are you not confused as balls with the league rules of each of these leagues? Because does any of it carry through? Like you, you think there's a rule in this league, but it's actually from another one. Or how do you track it? Do you track it anyway? Or it's difficult. Um, for example, like in Mexico, um, if you have a if you have a one o'clock kickoff, after an hour you will have to stop and sleep for a bit, and then <laughs> and then come back and play the second half, uh, like like that sort of stuff. Well, um, they have to have a little snooze. Yeah. No. Look. To be fair, it's great. I, I love the fact that like, we could have gone to the MLS. I know the MLS really well. We've done the MLS before. I know the rules. I know the regulations. I just like the fact that we're doing it in different places. I've never managed in any of these leagues that we've managed in right now, which is another reason why I want to go to Portugal rather than go to somewhere bigger. I mean, that might bite me in the bum, but I just like the fact that I've never been to Mexico. And I'll tell you this now. I'd love it if we beat them. No, I'll tell you this now. Um, Matt liked that. I can see. You can see, actually. You all can see Matt can like it. Um, I did like that a lot. <laughs> um, I'll tell you now, if you've never managed in Mexico, get your ass over there because it is such a fun league to manage in. We were only there for a little bit and I kind of went into the, to the game and I said to the chat, I'm not that bothered if we lose this final because I'd quite happily do another season. It is good. It's quick. There's some amazing talent out there. And you get to play some funky uh, systems, which I've managed to play as well. So, yeah, honestly, recommend fully go and check it out. Go go over to Mexico. We're going to sit down at the end of this and do a little blog about the different leagues and the rules. Yeah, um, you definitely can write it. I'll tell you. And you, you talk. Yeah, yeah. You can spell it out. I won't spell now, mate. But um, yeah, I, absolutely. It, it's not that difficult because, uh, funny enough, I don't know if, if, you've, if you've played the game before. You can go onto the league and then the rules, and it just lists them all there. It's really handy. Um, I don't know if you know about it. <laughs> no, I can't read. That explains can't the blogs. Can write um, you're making me want to do a Pentagon Challenge again, Doof, every time we talk about this. Um, I think my record, what did I do, in 20 seasons? But you want to go a different way about it. If you do Portugal, you know, I, it might be quicker. But this is what I mean. Somebody told me they did it in... What was it like 10 years or something? Yeah. Well, if you do what you're saying, like if you can go to Seoul, win it, then yeah. go to the Libertadores and win it and get like three in 12 months, that'd be absolutely ridiculous. Who was, who was the team in Mexico that you said? Pachuna. Oh, who I played? Yeah, Pachuna. Pachuna? Uh, I think it's. 
Pachuca, I think. Pachuca, I don't know. Pachuca, yeah, Pachuca, uh, yeah. Rather than yeah. I was, like, I, I thought uh, it was Makuna Matata, about, like Makuna. That's what it know. sounded like to me. I tell you what, they are runners up, mate. That's all you need to know. Right. Um, to be to be fair, Dave, I I watched you um, cheat a lot in your Pentagon Challenge, oh, yeah. and I <laughs> wow. thought to myself, no I'm joking. I watched Dave like the story and like how excited you were getting about it, and I thought, yeah, I could do that, but like. I, I don't know how you're managing in these leagues that you don't know anything about and how dull that might be. Absolutely wrong. Honest to God, like I think that it's it's not been dull wherever we go. We're going back to Korea. Like I said, I've never managed in Korea before and I'm looking forward to doing that. That's going to be super fun. And I, 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 look, I might not go to Portugal and win it. I might want to try and win it within that 20 seasons because at the moment we're 11 seasons in and I could technically beat your record. Um, yeah. Just saying, uh, and if if I now I know that, um, I'd love it if we beat you. I'd love you it. Do it, man. You'll smash it in twenty now. And yeah, I think the job offers you get in as well. Yeah, the fact that we're getting offered interviews for Dortmund and Barcelona, and that's I think hard. that's that's that kind of shows. But I had to step back. I had to go the other way because I thought if you go there now, you're going to struggle to go back. I think in mine, I got. The Man City job after I won the second one, which was in Africa. But Man City at the time weren't as good as, you know, they have been. But I think in general, and this isn't a dig at you or anything, when I did a journeyman last year, the way I advanced so quickly up the league surprised me how easy it is and how quickly your reputation must go up now compared to, you know, previous versions of the game. Um, But yeah, you're right, man. I, I don't know if I've said the story of how I started it, but I was... I was actually going on a, a holiday and was on like a coach to a, a, a cruise ship and I loaded up my laptop, got this job in like the second division of China and started playing it. And I thought, what the hell am I doing? Oh, I'm not going to get into this at all. And like two weeks later, I was knee sliding when I was scoring in the Chinese second division, man. It was unbelievable. Like proper got into it. And I think that's the issue with football manager, especially when it's a team that you don't, you're not familiar with. You just look at these names and I'm like, just thinking who the hell are all these players? Give yourself, you know, a few games and a few weeks, you know, a few days playing the game. You know who your good players are. You know who your bad players are. And you go from there. But that, that was such a good save, man. Really, really good save. And I'd argue it's probably, if you play the game a lot, I don't think it's too late to start one now. If you haven't. No, I don't think it takes that long. It doesn't take as long as people think. It takes, it's taken me this long because I've streamed every minute of mine, yeah. which makes it difficult. Um, but yeah, it doesn't. And you get to go different places. I also forgot to tell you that I spent 30 minutes as the Poland manager. Um, we haven't mentioned that. Um, Just the 13 minutes? 30. 3-0. Three 3-0. Zero. Three zero. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. That's that makes probably. a difference. It took, it, yeah. <laughs> well, basically, you know, like, they don't even offer you interviews, right? They just, like, you, we want you. I went down with the mouse and I, I clicked the de um, de decline and you can see it on stream. I clicked decline and then the mouse just glitches over to the left, clicks accept. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. So it took me 30 minutes of panic to write an email to say, actually, I reject this offer. Um, but I got announced as manager and then instantly announced as not being the manager. Um, everyone said, oh, just, just Dave and reload it. And I went, nah, let's just keep that as part of the narrative. Um, so we on our record, it shows that we were Poland manager for 30 minutes. Me, so, we're a senior, eat your heart out. Yeah, I think that must be a record. Right. Well, thank you very much for that, Dupe, and congratulations on the Champions League win. Yes, mate. North America completed it, mate.
<laughs> completed it. <laughs> uh, so that means what? That's two out of the five, right? Yeah, two out of the five. Um, and annoyingly, we've been in four finals that we could have won the others, and we could be going to Europe. I'm not bitter. It's fine. Right. Okay. Let's move on to our main section, which is a compare and contrast debate about midfield roles and so the the three roles we're kind of pitting against one another is the central midfielder on attack a mazala i don't think we've really defined whether supporter attack uh, and the advanced playmaker on support and or attack um we could probably pile some of the other central midfield roles in there as well in terms of the cms that would be the other example but i think if we focus more on the attacking side of things I think that can at least get us started. We'll probably meander around a little bit, but uh, I think this like a mazala, like like a mazala, nice. potentially. Yes, uh, I'm not just on... a pretty face. Okay. I can't say that now. You can see me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to start us off, gents, um, with sort of a counterpoint or a, a point that we can then counter on um, from any of these? I know. We sort of we touched on a little bit of the central midfielder attack from Mad's perspective, and I think Dupe as well last week when we were talking about about attacking football. So um, Dupe, you've got your your finger up, so we'll start with you. Yeah, I wanted to touch again on the central midfielder attack because I have been inspired by Mad, and I credited you on Twitter, by the way, um, in a conversation I was having. Um, I've created quite a crazy little system that is very attacking as well. But I'll tell you what, I am impressed with this player. Like this this role, the way that it just links that, that defense and that attack, it's just, it's exciting. And it's it seems, the, the joys I like is I like using PIs, right? And everyone knows that, like the central Private midfield. investigators. Or... Yes, yes. Um, I like them snooping through my bins, apparently. Um, <laughs> the joys about using it like a, a blank role is you can almost make it your, your own. You know, you have your abilities to add what you like and it doesn't, it doesn't restrict you. And you can do so much with this central midfielder on attack. And mad, I thank you. I, I doff one's hat because um, I think it's absolutely a tremendous role. Um, and it does enter the box so late. and. Paul Pogba-esque last night. Um, we were into the box so late and, and being able to take the chances. He scored so many goals. So, yeah, thank you, Matt. I'm sure I've stolen it from somebody else, to be honest, or somebody probably I think, recommended I mean, me. You didn't make the roll up in the game. No, so. that's true. Yeah. That's not, that's, 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 there's only like, so much credit you can, you can <laughs> get out of this. I was just saying from the rooftops on it. Yeah, like for me, um, you know, because you're talking about PIs, Dupin, like I just What I like about that role and what I've observed, we went from... a three in midfield to two in midfield. I was trying to push the Mazala kind of agenda because I think a bit about movement and space and where the player is going to spend time. And for me, I, like the Mazala is on the ball a lot, but also drifting wide, I think. Um, when we switched to kind of a 4-4-2, the objective was we want a man pushing forward, arriving in the box and arriving in late. And that's actually a trait I think you can train a player on is arrives in box late. Yeah. And I found... I've I've tried a couple of different players there that are quite different. Like we've we've put Shola Shoratiri in there, who's quite fast, um, and good technicals and all that. Uh, retrained him from a winger. He's done really well in there. But then when he's been out injured, I've kind of I haven't had the luxury of too much depth. Like I've put a guy in there recently, Dan Barlazer, who by all accounts, um, like isn't fast necessarily. Very average attributes. Um, 
but he's like he's bombing into the box and he's just picking he's in the right place at the right time when there's a ball headed down or whatever and he's smashing them in and it's always because he's just got into the box onto the ball um so that's why i like about it i feel like with the other roles and we'll probably talk about you know ap or whatever in a minute i feel like the playmaker role is a little bit more static and isn't as inclined to make those runs because they want to be on the ball whereas the cm on attack is is making the runs and i feel like that's what um catches the defenders out as well so that's why I'm loving life with the CM on attack. Like Dan Barlazer, for example, in the last, like this season in eight, he's at eight starts and eight sub-appearances. He's got four goals and four assists. I bought this guy from Rotherham. <laughs> like, so um, it's just working really well in terms of the, the role in a four four two particularly. I I was told, well, I've not used it to be honest yet. I, know, I think we had a little mention of it yesterday, when uh, last week, sorry, when we were talking about attacking systems. Um <clears throat> And I, I wasn't really aware of how powerful it could be in FM up, uh, until sort of a couple of weeks ago when I was sort of uh, looking at tactics of the streamer showdown. Someone had mentioned to me that centre mid attack is actually really, really powerful. Um, didn't really think anything much of it. I think there were discussions on, on forums and on different websites and Twitter and so on about it. Um, and then I think uh, Jack, who at the space, who did really well in the league, was using one. I think he had Kovacic in the role, but you're right. When I played him, coming in late into the area completely untracked completely unmarked and he grabbed some some goals and even if he wasn't scoring he was just causing all types of problems so i've not used it personally i think i need to tr- probably t- test it out um and i think I'm, i've started to do that a little bit more when we talk about something on the pod you know talking about defensive football dupe system i've been playing a save over the last couple of weeks using that system so maybe center mid attack is my next my next uh, trial but um, just very quickly looking at some, you know, some of the attributes and stuff as well. I just had a quick search on the attributes and someone like Nicolo Barea from Inter. Ooh. I didn't realise how complete he was. Still quite young, but he's perfect for the role. I think lowest attribute for him in the recommended attributes is fourteen, and that's his long shots. Everything else is like fifteen plus. So he's a really, really good player if you want to try that one. Yeah, I've got a really good player in Mexico who we've his first name we've re- renamed to Felice. Because his surname is Navidad, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing, by the way. Um, but yeah, he, I just wanted to that tell you that, great. really. Um, what I like about the role, personally, is unlike other roles that we're going to discuss later, is you can have it anywhere across that midfield three. So, for example, your Mazalas, they have to be out wider. Yeah. It really gives you variety of how you can then come about and use, use that player to your advantage. Uh, and that, for me, is big. Um, also, as an attacking role as well, it doesn't like really scream that he needs to be good at shooting. Um, I, I know we talk about how he comes into the box late, but I've got a defensive midfielder who's very good at passing, playing that role, because his stamina is really good and his decision making is really good and it just works so well. Um, but yeah, th- like he has 10 long shots, but he's still scored, uh, what was it, nine goals this season? Like, but for me, that's perfect for a, for a player that can still tackle when he needs to and you can play him where you like it's it's such a good role i'm I'm reading the description for it here as well you know that when you when you're in the tactics screen and you hover over particularly the attack section and the second line is specific to whether you're to the mentality and it basically says it right i mean it's it literally says the central midfielder on attack duty will will more readily surge into the final third to support the forwards in and around the box um mm. if you combine that with it with the right PIs and, and we talked about the traits and even like, you know, looking at some of the individual training for final third and for, you know, all of that. Um, 
like you said, Dupe, I think stamina is key there because it's going to, mm. you know, going to be a lot of movement. So you'll need a player who can last, obviously, the 90 minutes. You know how I feel about that. I'm always harping on about stamina <laughs> and players not lasting the 90. Um, but yeah, work rate, that those physicals, because you, you need that player to be pushing on. Um, and yeah, I, I think we're all having a good time with it. Dave is going to have a good time with it. Yeah. <laughs> Until it gets nerfed. <laughs> going to have a good time with it. Up day out in a week and we get yeah, it gets nerfed. Winter up day out I, nerfed dead podcast. <laughs> I do I, I do think that, I mean the the central midfield support role, very much like the central midfield attack role, that the customizability of it means that you could basically I mean this used to be the old trick before the Mazala role existed. Mm. You you would it was known as the central winger, at least at that point, before um, the Mazala became a bit more I guess canon at this point with in, in regards to football manager. And the central winger as a role didn't exist. So central midfielder on attack and then with a few adjustments to make the move into channels and things like that. Obviously there are other restrictions that other roles being added has kind of, I guess, complicated things for football manager in terms of how they don't make a, a particular role overpowered. Um, but I do think combining the central midfield attack role with some creative traits can be really good, especially the one that you meant, mentioned, Matt, about the arrives late in opponent's area. Um, there are a couple of others as well. Um, obviously, there are the other side of it where you don't want things like dwells on ball. Um, I think having a, play, a player with high flair in that role as, and high dribbling can wreak havoc even like basically it's kind of it, they kind of play how Grealish played when he was at Villa starting a bit deeper and then carries the ball and then basically they'll they'll bring themselves into a position of danger and either get a free kick or create something out of nothing which is exactly the kind of player that you want in fact I've actually despite me being a bad omen for Blackburn this season the past few games I've watched John Buckley if you've if you've never watched Blackburn I suggest you watch them just to watch how he plays he plays the central midfield attack role if you've got someone who's amazing or has amazing close control he will try to dribble through three players in crazy close quarters and quite often at the moment he's still a young player he's still developing and so he loses the ball but if you can get someone who can do that in FM you'll get something out of a game whether it is like I said from a set piece or from a bit of ingenuity yeah, and you can you can pair this guy up or even pair him up with a couple of different roles. I mean, I have him in a midfield three that's elongated. Long story. Um, I'm weird with formations. But I have him with a playmaker and a ball winner. And it just gives him full freedom to drift up, like you said, drift wide if he wants to. And I have to say, as such a simple role, it's probably one of my favourite roles this year that I've seen in, in the match engine. It is... It's very good. It's just very rewarding to see him score a goal, isn't it, Dupe? You just see them popping up and bang. Um, Every time I do, I... and then somebody in chat goes, hello, Merry Christmas, and it just it just feels <laughs> so good. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Um, I also found, and I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, it must have been Shrunaldo at this point because he's basically managing my save at this at this stage. But he oh, knows wow. his stuff. Um he at one point we had a, so I have a flat four four two now, but I had an inverted winger on the right. So my CM on attack is on the right of a two uh, two man midfield, and I had an, uh, an inverted winger for a while. But um, we were kind of talking about it, and the odd time you could see they were arriving in the same place or getting in each other's way. So I've never really liked just a, a winger. When well, we talked about wingers last week, um, 
And I'm just, sometimes I feel like I'm not using that position by using a winger, you know, versus like having somebody cut inside. But we switched our guy out on the right to a winger. He's pretty fast. So he just goes up and down all day, but he stays out wide. And I think that also helps to give space for the CM on attack because he's bringing a fullback with him by just always being out wide. So that allows for that flow, that movement. What did you not think? I don't know if I've not used a Mazala enough, I don't think. But did you not think that maybe if you used an inverted winger and then a Mazala on that side, because maybe the, they would have almost like crossed over each other, or do you think that would have got in each of us? I, I, I was kind of doing, I was doing that when we had the basically what the four, four, three, three, or you know, with the three man midfield, yeah, yeah. Um, but when I switched to the four, four, two, so we've got a flat midfield now. Uh, you can't you can't really play Mazala in, in True, yeah. with, you know yeah. without having a three man midfield. So absolutely yes at the time because the Mazala fills that gap when the guy's cutting inside. Um I think at the time didn't really have the right player for the Mazala role either and we were pretty shit in the Premier League so <laughs> in the championship now. Um but yeah, like I totally see what you mean, but I, I feel like now with the, the pacey winger I have and he's not really an inside forward. He doesn't he, he doesn't score anything. Um, he just uses that space, drags the fullbacks out with him, and, and creates a bit of a channel there, which is nice. I was gonna say, have any of you like had much joy with the Mazala this year, or used it much? Mazala's always been a go-to for me. Um, it's it's a bit of a an old school one, but I have actually really try, almost tried to stay away from it this year. To be honest, Dave, I'll be mm -hmm. I'll be open and honest with you. Um, I'm just going through all my systems I've been running this year, and uh, yeah, I think uh, experimenting is got me away from it. I was definitely trying, um, especially in and around when uh, I was moving Shola Shora Tire, it's a hard name to pronounce as well, <laughs> uh, inside. So Matt, you even mentioned it there about flair and dribbling. Like this guy, nine. so we're in the year 2026, flair 19, dribbling 16, vision 17. Um, and he's got serious acceleration of pace, 16, 16. He's tearing it up in the championship now. He's got something like, what has he got? In 16 games, he's got four goals and 10 assists or something ridiculous. Um, so he, I had him as a Mazala for a while, but he was very young when I was doing it. Um, so I, I don't think he had the physicals to kind of keep it going. Plus, it was Premier League. Um, and it was, so maybe it's a timing thing. Um, but I think that is the player you want in there for the Mazala role. It's the movement and, 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 you know, finding that space. And like you said, Dave, you know, if you have another player creating space, making those runs. Uh, I was I was a big advocate of the Mazala, and if I switch, if I ever switch back, I probably will have to, if if we ever get promoted, so maybe never, I probably will switch back and 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 look at that Mazala role again. I think it's important that, that well, I think it's important for a Mazala, even though I don't think it's really highlighted as one as the one of the attributes, uh, as as a key attribute is um, being able to cross as much as anything else because yeah. they find themselves out wide mm. quite often. Uh, and so either it gives you another option or it's it, it allows the player to be less less wasteful than if they're just looking for the pass because i think a lot of people probably think oh because you've told this player they will try and do it every single time i certainly used to think like that like quite blinkered when it was when you're looking at a role i just want this guy to do this all the time nothing else but there's that's never going to happen the the in-game match situation he can't guarantee that and so there will be chance like chances that he's forced to not be able to pass or to dribble or has to cross instead of doing all of those things plus wherever else um, his teammates are based as well on the pitch so there are multitudes of different things that can affect where they're going to be but it 
it then means that if especially if you are playing like a three-man midfield and someone you've got a player cutting in and they are then spreading out wide uh, then you've got multiple options for attacking and it gives you a lot of variety which i think is one of those things that everyone is told when you are building a tactic make sure you have more than one route to go I was going to say, I'm, I was quite, with like what you said, players going out wide, I'm quite surprised that <clears throat> crossing is one of the highlighted attributes. Um, straight away, though, one of the players that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, comes to my mind straight away, someone like Kevin De Bruyne. I think Bernardo sort of took over that role when De Bruyne was injured. But I mean, even on FM, if you look for those attributes, KDB is the man. And even like, he just fills it perfectly. I know he's like, I think he's the highest CA player in the Premier League, if I remember correctly as well. Um, but crossing at 19 as well, Matt, that just fill, fills it perfectly. Like he's got a, a big whip on him and just his attributes are absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say big by whip? By Is that what the kids call it nowadays? Apparently yeah. <laughs> so. Hidden attribute. Yeah. <laughs> they would know about that when he with the editor. It's a trait for next season. Yeah. <laughs> Has big whip. Inverted whip. <laughs> Whippage. Man has German whip as well, right? Yeah. Yikes. Uh, whipping excursion. Did, you, um, you did a video on the Mezala, right? Did you find anything, like, did you find it made you want to use it? You were you were looking into it. I think it was the Squawker video, was it? Yeah. Um, I think that was like look. last year. I've slept since then, Matt, if I'm honest. Um, but <laughs> I, I've, I've, to be fair, when you search it, to be fair, if you search Mazala Football Manager, like, I've just done it just to see if I can get the media description whilst we were talking. And, and it, the Squawker video, uh, the Squawker link, sorry, comes up top. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was last year. By you, City is obviously with Bernardo and mm, yeah. I play like a double Mez I did. Uh, so I use, um, you know, which I think is like Duke pulled the face and as I said it, I don't know, it's like frowned upon, you know what I mean? But... No, it's not frowned upon. I, well, I love it. A... I love people that do stuff like that. It's, it's cool. It's just, but I think we see, it's not my it's, poor choice. It's sort of like you were saying, Mad, you've got inverted wingers or inside forwards that come forward and you just have a sitter like Rodri there and then you've got two Mazzaras yeah, within the half space. Mm. It, it, it can work. But I Definitely. think with what Matt said regarding the crossing and so on, I think you do need stronger players to be able to achieve something like that, to be fair. Uh, and it's a, it's a role that, um, you know, requires a lot of good attributes as well. But yeah, from what I've not used it enough this year, I think it's one of those things that like Duke was saying, I mean, Duke's just sent us a picture of his formation. I don't know what he's doing there. He's dragging players all over the shop. But um, it, it, every year there's new roles that come out, work well in the match engine. People like to try out. Like CM Attack before this year, I can't remember many people using that that role. So it, I think it, everything comes in phases, doesn't it? Yeah, I've always because I've always been a shadow striker behind my my strikers. Uh, this year, as you can see, because my weird tactic I've put in, because I was trying to do something slightly different. I'm, I've been playing an advanced playmaker, an AP. I don't play an AP enough, and normally I play all of my attack players on attack. I've decided to drop it into support because I want him to sit a little bit deeper in the hole and find the players, that, especially I've got two strikers ahead of him. And I've been very impressed with that role too. Given that I've, I've put, in my system, I've put him over to the right and I've, I've allowed the centre mid attack to be able to use that as a shuttle, like a zone that he can work in. It works in my head, it works in the match engine, so I'm happy. Um, but I just like the fact that the AP always seems to be available which is one thing that I like, especially that far up the pitch that he always seems to be able to find a pocket of space, 
um, clichéfootball.com. Um, he, he always seems to be able to find that pocket, be able to turn, and then be able to play and support the players that are going to go on and score the goals. Yeah, I think having like looking at your tactics so just for for the benefit of those that aren't obviously can't see this i guess actually we could probably we could probably do something about Ooh. it now in video form but for those of you that are listening to this in audio form only um you've got uh two strikers which are slightly offset to the right with an ap yeah. sort of adds as like the fulcrum in between them and then the center mid sat in the central pin in midfield mm-hmm. but that is almost like a double pivot but in an advanced position so the AP yep. will drop deep whilst the CM goes forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, that piece of dynamic midfield play is ha- like causes havoc, as you rightly see, for defences because the defensive midfielder either has to stay with the man and then watch the runner pass him yeah. in the hole it creates. Plus, if you add in a, a trait like comes deep to get ball, like that you're, you're laughing then because you've basically got them switching positions like ad, ad, ad infinitum. And that sort of movement is uh, is awesome when it comes to like attacking play because you get awesome triangles as well, especially with the way you've got the other attacking three set up. Yeah, it's it is done on purpose. And that Almarez, my uh, advanced playmaker, he is a wonder kid. He's twenty one. He's Mexican. He has the player traits out of the box, and this is why he's done it. Comes deep to get ball and tries kill a ball often. So like for me. As a player that's going to play an AP, especially on support and sit in deep, like we said, comes deep to get it. And then he has the ability, because his, his attributes are tremendous, to be able to find that pass and try the dangerous passes. And I don't mind him trying them there. Do you know what I mean? He can do what he likes. Um, but yeah, it does create some beautiful things. I think this might be a system that I might put onto YouTube, to be fair. One question then. Obviously, your, your AP in this particular tactic is in a more advanced position. What about playing an AP deeper, so in a central midfield position, what would, would you shy away from doing that? And if you are, like, I guess this is kind of why we've set this up. It, what, what is the best circumstance for each, for each different role, um, particularly for, a, for an attacking perspective? Obviously, they offer you different perspectives and different players will suit different things and much like we sort of ended up summarizing with at the end of last week's pod was you know it depends quite often <laughs> more often than not um but like the, so i guess the 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 situation i will i will suggest is so an attack attacking an advanced midfielder on support sorry an advanced playmaker on support but in an advanced position so in the amc strata versus an advanced playmaker on attack in the cm strata which would you go for? But it depends. No, um, for me, for me, the reason the reason my guy is is higher up is because it's all just about starting positions and transitions. For me, I want him to sit in the hole, but I want that hole to be higher up and in behind my strikers. I don't want the hole to be deeper, sat alongside where my ball-winning midfielder would be. That's the only reason I've put it there. Also. He's a wonder kid. He he really likes to play AP support, and he's he's green there, so it makes it better, right? That's how we play football manager, isn't it? <laughs> makes it better. That's what I. Mean. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's the reason. I want him to sit in the hole, and I want that hole to be higher, so his starting position is higher, which then in turn will help us attack rather than him sat deeper, 
And then those those balls have turned from, in my head, again, this is just how I read it, it's turned from a 15 to 20-yard ball to a 30 to 35-yard ball. And there, there becomes a lie of, of margin of error, in my opinion. I think for me, it's I've played. I would have played it deeper historically, I, I probably because, and I mentioned it before. I've leaned towards a very short passing style, and also trying to like play it out from the back, out through the fullbacks. I want the playmaker, the guy who wants to get the ball. I don't. If he's too far up, we're going to end up trying to hoof it too. Because I, I, I assume that the the match engine is going. Okay, that's playmaker. We're trying to give the ball to him, and he's always looking for it. I fear that if he's too high up, we're going to try and hoof. You know, try and play a longer ball, and. Most of the teams I've been at, like particularly in the early days of saves, just wouldn't have the passing ability for it. And I feel like we'd give the ball away a lot. So that's why I've leaned towards the, the deeper in, uh, side of a match, as you said, having that having them in the centre mid, the, the CM uh, area, but maybe on attack. So there's one final question then uh, to sort of almost try and summarise this, is that uh, all of these roles in, with, with an attacking duty have dribbling as a, a highlighted attribute and we've kind of covered on this a little bit but do you think that each of these roles dribbles differently and, and handles that differently obviously an ap on support or attack they're a bit more reserved even though they on attack on the attack role they do have dribbling highlighted as a key attribute i don't re i rarely see my ap's like running with the ball is that do you think do you see like from when you watch games and watch uh, players in that particular role is it more so that they can move out of problems and then find a like a better pass versus the mazala and the, the central midfielder on attack that they tend to be more aggressive with that dribbling at least from my perspective i don't know if what you guys have watched in game if that lines up with what i've seen when i've used those roles or whether you have a difference of opinion my interpretation would be that the the playmaker wants the ball, but as much as he wants to receive it, he wants to give it away as quick. So that's why I think they they won't hang on to it as long. Um, he wants to initiate attacks as opposed to carrying it and hanging on to it. And again, you know, you talked about that, Matt, like the the traits or the dwelling on the ball or whatever. I I feel like either of the playmakers, deep line playmaker, advanced playmaker, it's about receiving the ball and looking for the man. Um, and that's what I've probably observed the most. But uh, equally, I don't like our guys hanging on to the ball too long because you're just inviting uh, to be dispossessed. So versus the other two roles, more comfortable on the ball. Um, and again, probably better dribbling in, the, in those players that you play in those roles. Uh, and they'll take the men on or, or use the space a bit better. The only thing I add to that is the on the events playmaker role, um, it states in the attack duty that an advanced playmaker will look to run at the defensive line from a deeper position. So from that deeper starting position, he's going to look to, to run at the defense and then he'll aim in to try and craft out a cross or a through ball opportunity. So as he moves into that final third, so that's probably, he's probably going to be, he needs to carry the ball, but I guess as much as dribbling, he won't need to be dribbling past players. As soon as he gets to a, a block or somebody, he's going to look to, 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 to pass that on. Um, which I think would be different to what I would think the Mizala, for example, would be doing. Um, I think they'd be looking to, I've seen them in the match engine look to take players on as well, um, especially out on the wider area. So, um, yeah, I, I still think it's very key, but I don't think it's as key as it would be um, for the other roles as it is in the, the playmaker one. Hopefully. Well, 
I think we can conclude, much like we did last week, that it all depends. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck knows? No, I, I, I like these conversations. I like the defence of the attack one. I mean, it's inspired us a lot to, you know, <clears throat> try different tactics, and I hope you. it has for people that listen in the same with the roles as well. You. Yeah, me. I'm, but I'm sure people listen have as well. But same with the roles. If there's, there's roles that people haven't used and they're trying them out, let us know. Do you know who the real the, the real winner here is Squawker Dave for the for the future yeah, videos. Yeah, big up Squawker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we still have time left, so that does mean that we're getting a quiz. Actually, I've got more points, Matt. Matt, I've got more points. I'd like to talk about. It's too late for that. I've said I've said it's quiz time. So it's camera now as well. Out there now. Now you can see some puzzled faces. Okay, so. This week's quiz is called Football Friends. Ooh, friend. So what we have here, guys, is uh, I'm going to name uh, a number of players. And basically what you have to do is guess who is the player that they all have in common as a favorite personnel in Football Manager. Oh, my God. So basically, I'll name a few lads and you have to say who, who do you think they all have the same mate in common. I like that. Um. Shouldn't be too difficult, hopefully, but Dupe looks very confident, as you can see, if you're watching the video. Um, so, fastest finger first, shout your name, and uh, we'll see how you get on. Ready, Dave? Let's go, yeah. Good. So, question number one. Lautaro Martinez, Paul Pogba, Christian Eriksen, Dupe. Lukaku. Lukaku is the correct answer. Shout. Went for Dupe. I was going to say That's how it goes, lads. Next one, Lionel Messi, Neymar, Sebastian Coates, or Coates, if you were reading it as it looks. Dupe. Dupe. Luis Suarez. He's done it again, lads. Oh, big shot. Luis Suarez is the correct That's answer. good. Well Very good. Question number three, Jaden Sancho, Timothy Fosu Mensa. Jesse Lingard. Dupe. Dupe. Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford is the correct answer. Dupe. You love on this quiz. Question number four. Lucas Hernandez. Diego Costa. Francis Coquelin. Diego Godin. Dupe. They all got in common. Dupe. Thomas Lamar. Incorrect. Can I go again or do I have to wait? We'll give the two lads a chance. So we've got I'm Lucas Hernandez, nerd, Diego so. Costa. Oh, sorry, nerd. I'm going. I'm going, see, I'm going for Simeone. Does it have to Incorrect. be a player? Uh, it is players I have player. here. Yeah, incorrect. Say them again. Sorry, imagine all of a dig. So Lucas Hernandez, Diego Costa, Diego Godin, and Frances Frances Francis Coquelin. The two boys were on the right track, Dave. Yeah, I was going to say. I reckon Letty, French. The, the listeners are shouting at Dave. Oh, I, I think I know who it is. Uh, oh, Black. Nah, I don't know. Nerd. Incorrect. Nerd. Uh, is it Miles' mate Grizzy? It's big Grizzy Antoine oh, Griezmann. Correct. Uh... I thought you had it, Dave. I thought you had it. I, I... I thought you still played. <laughs> I thought you still played for Barcelona. No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, next question, number five. Joshua Kimmich. Leon Goretzka, Serge Gnabry, Jamal Musiala. 
Dave. Dave. Be anyone? Muller? Incorrect. Nerd? Nerd. Neuer? Incorrect. Right track, though. What, German goalkeeper? <laughs> German and maybe club. What was the uh, what was the other list, mate? Did you go? Joshua Kimmich, Leon Goretzka, Serge Gnabry, Jamal Musiala. We actually spoke about this guy last week. Doop? No. Doop. I wouldn't get... Trying to think who we spoke about last week, Naves. <laughs> We've had a busy couple of weeks. <laughs> this this guy currently plays in the Bundesliga for Bayern Munich. Oh, that narrows it down. Having moved there from the Premier League. Dave. Dave. I had Dave in my ear. Leroy Sane. Leroy Sane. Literally, that was well done, Dave. Well, even existed, to be fair. Yeah. That's <laughs> we what happens with the You weren't here last week, do we? Um, yeah, I was here. Right. I remember. Question number six. Leo Messi, Gerard Piquet, Emmanuel Adebayor, Radamel Doop. Falcao. Dupe. Oh. <laughs> I was going to go Fabregas. <laughs> Fabregas is the correct answer. Oh, the Falcao threw me, but he's at, at Chelsea, I guess. Oh, Monaco. Good huh? shout, Monaco. Yeah. Oh, Monaco, Monaco, yes, of Monaco course. Monaco as well, yeah. mm. Good shout, Dupe. Question number seven. Dejan Kulusevski, Dusan Vlaovic, Anti Rebic, Mario Balotelli. All list this guy as a favourite personnel. That's a weird mix. That's a really weird mix. Dave. Dave. Alexander Kolarov. Incorrect. Nerd. Nerd. Zlatan. What a shout from Nerd Funny. Oh! Great Good shot. guess. Well Wait, did you say Vlahovic? Yeah, Vlahovic, he must, he must be quite fond of Zlatan. Maybe he's his role model, I don't know. But Kulisevki maybe helped with the Swedish national. Yeah, yeah that's, what I, yeah. that's yeah. what I thought. Good shout. Question number eight. Um, Luka Modric, Mesut Ozil, Marcelo, Lucas Vasquez. Dupe. Dupe. Tony Cruz. Incorrect. Nerd. Luka Modric. Nerd. Casemiro. Incorrect. Good right track though, lads. Luka Modric. Mesut Ozil. Marcelo. Lucas Vasquez. Dave. Dave. Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos is the correct answer, Dave. Well done. Point on for Dave again. Right, we've got two to go. Next one. Cristiano Ronaldo. Bernardo Silva. Fabino. Dupe. Dupe. Oh, I was going to say Bruno Fernandes. It's wrong. Oh. Incorrect. Dave. So we'll go. It's Dave. Bernardo Silva. Incorrect. Did I not say Bernardo Silva was oh, one of the... Oh, did you say it during the list? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> He's friends with himself. Ooh, yeah. friend. Ooh, friend. Cristiano Ronaldo, Bernardo Silva, Fabinho, James Rodriguez, and Radamal Falcao. I'll throw, you, I'll throw you a little clue here. Dave as a party likes this. Dupe. Dupe. Dupe's reacting. Dupe. Coutinho. 
Moutinho, sorry. Joe Moutinho is the Aww. correct answer. And he's taken it away from you, Dave. link there. Flip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would have well done. it, to be honest. You could have said it's a Wolves player and I probably wouldn't have clocked. Yeah. I, I had Neves in my head and I was just thinking, how can I link Neves? And I went, oh, here he is. I forgot about the, I knew it was Monaco link, but I forgot Moutinho played. Big fan. It's a while back. You were a young, you were a young man then, Dave. <laughs> and the last question. Leonardo Banucci, Gianluigi Donnarumma, Giorgio Chiellini. Oh, no. Uh, I'm just going to say Chesney because I can't pronounce his first name. Wojciech. Wojciech. Exactly what I said. So Bonucci, Donnarumma, Chiellini and Chesney. Uh, I think we all know the links. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think who isn't one of those players. <laughs> Bernardo Silva. Um, Bonucci. <laughs> Donnarumma. Kelly Chesney. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Chiesa. Incorrect. So, have a little think about the positions of some of the players I'm saying so you've got you've got Bonucci Donnarumma Chiellini and Chesney so there might be a link to one of the positions within that board, within that group oh. no, say once more man say once more so you've got Bonucci Donnarumma Chiellini and Chesney so all of those have this guy down as their favourite personnel. Been around for a little while. Dupe. Dupe. Buffon. That's another point for Dupe, lads. Oh. Great shout. Well done, Dupe. I was just like, I can't think. So I was like, oh, I'll just go old. Go old, old. Old school. Well done, No Dupe, offense so. to those that are older than Buffon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's only about two days old. Two Daves. Is that how we're Two doing things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing FM for a Dave and a half. I was going to say, when, 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 when you're old enough to be yeared by someone else's age, that's kind of worrying. But there you go. The scores on the doors in third place with two points was Matt. In second place with three points was Dave. And out in his own in front with, uh, have I come to the, yeah, with five is Doop. Congratulations! Well I, I was actually a good one for you, man, because I won. So you're only ever. He's <laughs> not biased at all. <laughs> He's mad when Duke wins. He paddles when he loses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not. To be fair, mate, I'm never mad when I win. <laughs> Everybody else Yikes. is. Yeah. Right. That brings. <laughs> Episode 235 to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting 5starpotential.com where you can find our latest blog post with a new save concept called the Football Manager Regional Challenge, also known as the Regionaire. Um, eyes yes. emoji, I think. Someone's written in that, that in the script, so I've read it, so you're welcome. Uh, Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There'll be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Bye, folks. Bye.
Just reminded me of Anchorman. Or whatever you write on there, I'll just say anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True story.